0: This podcast is a Royfield brown production. Find others on iTunes.
2: All right. Yeah, I know.
0: Hi, I'm Sarah Smith.
3: If you're the type of person that goes to liberty as other people would go on safari, and the fact that John Lewis doesn't have a funeral service makes you fret, Sarah Smith cleaning cloths are for you. Sarah Smith, available from Sainsbury's for the posher washer. Proud sponsors of Dumpty Dum. Hello, it's Miss Mid City here. I remember you saying that the Dumpty Dum cupboard was bare. Here is my offering. <laughs> That was me playing the clarinet, uh, playing four different parts and recording it on GarageBand. Um, yes, that's what you do when you're utterly bored and there's no arches to listen to. Thank you.
4: This is Dumbly Dumb, the show about the reality drama that is centred on Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I'm the extraordinary general meeting of the cricket club that is Royfield Brown. And with me of the total lack of interest that is...
5: Lucy Freeman.
4: And the last part of our collapse of ambush cricket, folks, is you. Now today's dumdy dum is a classic from the vaults. Here, <laughs> dumdy dum. In other words, I don't know. I'm just going to I was gonna say I like
5: the way. You carefully hedged that one. Yes, it's a classic. It's a classic.
4: <laughs> That's
5: says vintage, vintage comedy. Means no one listened to it in 1942 when they first put it out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Lucy. So we don't have to scramble around in our vault. Uh, next week for a Dumpty Dum can you tell our listeners having been the accolade of Dumpty Dum of the
5: week yes if you'd like to sing us a Dumpty Dum give us a plot prediction or publicise your affair by being filmed in the audience at Centre Court and Wimbledon then ring us on 02030313105 or leave us a message on Speakpipe thanks lovely Shambridge's for her amazing voices to Cosmo for his podcast roundups and to Sarah Smith for sponsoring us thanks also to Derek who has been sadly inspired by the WhatsApp sexting of Stephen Crabb <laughs> uh, so far, he sent some dubious pictures to Auntie Cardboard and to the butcher by accident. They texted back and said they'd be happy to help, but chipolatas were the smallest sausages they did. <laughs> I know
4: nothing of this Stephen Krabs uh, WhatsApp sexting, uh, but maybe we'll talk about that off mic after. We do this. On this week's show, we have calls from Cosmo, who's hacked Brian's voicemail. Eggstones, who's asked where Brian's gone. Leslie says Rob may have a new target. Witherspoon, who's nauseated by Toby. Claire, who's had it with Anna Toboggan. And, 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 and Steve. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Who does an impression <laughs> of Pip. But first, before the calls, before Lucy and I talk off mic about Stephen Crabb and his sexting. It's Lucy V. Freeman's week in Ambridge.
5: It began the week with pat and tony being so unbelievably spineless they ended up spending a day watching an elf migration with rob well done you too helen's so lucky to have you on her side dressed as elves <laughs> um hooty and jill hooty jill and carol toboggan were having a chat about the rob and helen case when pip arrived on her way to go and do work experience with the fair Buttocks. this week she worked for nothing for the fair Buttocks and then helped adam move cattle she does work for brookers doesn't she maybe she needs reminding Hootie Jill offered her a coffee and she refused, which raised one of the perennial mysteries of Ambridge. Why do people say, oh, I haven't got time for coffee. I have to crack on as if it takes hours. No one's asking them to grow the beans or even grind them. Just say thank you. Pour drink down gullet and leave. The way people in Ambridge talk about it is as if they're wary of getting involved in a four hour long Japanese tea ceremony. Anna and Carol Toboggan went out for lunch and Anna talked a lot about Max and the fact that there is no use of the pronoun makes me think that Max is a woman. Yay! So when she wins the case, Titchy knob will have been beaten by a woman who, to add insult to injury, does not even have any use for his Titchy Nob at all. Ha ha ha! And then <laughs> Helen and Max and Anna and Kaz can all live in Suffolk bliss in Ambridge while Toby steams up the windows. I may be getting ahead of myself. On the plus side, the stalled storyline seems to have lurched into first gear thanks to the intervention not of Anna Tobog and the Invisible Therapist or the Prison Chaplain, but of the Honourable Kaz Croydon. Hurrah! Let us hope the storyline might pick up speed now as long as we leave the break off and park it on a hill. Lillian and Justin had a shuddery little encounter in which for reasons best known to herself Lillian started quoting Dick Emery oh you are awful but I like you it's an unusual method of flirtation could be worse though. we could have had shut that door with Everard and slack Alice Beverly drains <laughs> is dead thoughts go out to whichever scriptwriter thought that was a good idea we had some hilarious exchanges between Jolene and Wayne but we think it was Wayne it- it could well have been Francois Mitterrand, as once again we never got to hear anything. Pardon, eh? I definitely need to get this hearing aid sorted out. You know, we talked before about moments when you really don't want anyone who isn't a regular listener to be listening to The Archers with you. I had one of those. Mm. The builder came in just as Clary was saying to Pat, "Did he enjoy the elf migration?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was a week of noisy kisses. Not only did we have Justin smacking his lips over Jennifer, we also had rustlings in the undergrowth on Lakey Hill. Mm. Toby and Pip got a bit pissy boots on warm lager and then had a fumble. One minute they were sitting in the scrub on Lakey Hill, Pip was whittering on about black caps, and the next minute Toby was knee-deep in her culvert. Poor Rex. <laughs> As nearly the whole village has now twigged that Justin and Lillian are at it like knives, it is surprising that his wife seems to be displaying all the detection skills of harassment burns trying to track down that bunting. Anyway, that all seems to be, <laughs> be going to, swimmingly and then we're to Wimbledon together. New balls, please. (laughs) Ian silently won the Borsetcher Businesswoman of the Year award he was overwhelmed Jennifer said so overwhelmed he lost the power of speech apparently I was so fascinated by the fact that we'd fallen into Terry in June with the mayor's wife and the matching dresses that I forgot to cheer when Helen won the prize for best old lag in the dairy with her Borsetshire Blues cheeses Mm. Elizabeth and Richard went on a date, sort of which was ruined by the extraordinary general meeting of the Ambridge Cricket Club Committee what was extraordinary was that anyone turned up at all The twins have finished their GCSEs. They did slightly different subjects, Elizabeth said. Uh, Lily is doing English, Latin, physics, chemistry and maths. Freddie's doing plasticine digging and spoons. (laughs) So back to the cricket. It is in a parlous state. Other teams have slap up teas and pitches like green velvet. Ambridge has a plate of anti-cardboards, bendy gingers, whatever was in the reduced to clear box in the village shop. And when they're bowling, they have to hurdle elves on the run up. Anyway, harassment has been made captain in absentia he'll be delighted he'll get to wear his I'm the captain t-shirt that Fallon made him out of two pan scrubs and an old nightie how's that oh great
4: catch he's out
5: <laughs> leg before clean
4: bold <laughs> well done Freeman <laughs> thank you very much I quite I enjoyed that do, this week. I did
5: do one googly joke
4: you didn't you didn't Never
5: hard not to do a googly joke when but you're writing you did about mention
4: uh, new balls yep Mm. Um which
5: I watched two of the sports yesterday. I normally I don't watch any of the sports and which, yesterday. So you did
4: the tennis and
5: what else did I you do? I watched the sport and then I watched the footballing sport with the moths. Ooh. Did you watch the moths?
4: Yes. Well I did see that. Yeah. And actually I saw I tell you what, I saw the footy uh with somebody who's running to be a judge. Really? Yeah, his name's Scott Jackson.
5: You may need him, keep in with him, whoever he is.
4: Well hmm. Uh, many a uh, true thing said in jest so um he's running to be judge of Alameda he, like, county have huh have you done no i i've done nothing yet yet okay yet. right you but can i alert me
5: when you, when you, when you yeah things <laughs> <So, laughs> so in the pipeline.
4: Yes. Yeah. so we met a couple of months ago um i went to uh, an event at a rather nice house and um he's running to be judge so it's a fundraiser and he oh. and he came around the room and um and i can't do the accent i'm gonna you know comedy american howdy can i be getting your (laughs) vote there mister and of course he says nothing like some yokel from from the deep south and i said um oh i think not because i think you'll find that i'm english and i can't vote and he says do you support that manchester united and i said no i'm a birmingham city fan and he went hmm championship i went i beg your pardon he says you're in the championship i went you're a black American running to be judged. How do you know about soccer ball? And he says, well, Wenger needs to go. We became proper pals. We've watched a couple of the Euro games together. He won <laughs> his primary election uh, to be uh, judged. So he's on the ballot. And um, he should get it in November in the proper vote. So when Hillary- wow. so when people in Alameda County, which is Oakland and Richmond, it's all the East Bay of the Bay Area. So it's not actually San Francisco uh, city and county when they're doing uh and they have their election for presidential and congress and senate and all sorts uh he's right at the end of the ballot and he'll be vote for this man to be judge and he'll wow. probably get it so we watched the finals together and and it was most awesome and i saw the moths attacking uh cristiano ronaldo it's very very bizarre
5: do you know that we, by the end by by half time mm-hmm. Chris, christian what is he called? Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo's moth had twenty Twitter accounts. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <sighs> so did he get all emo when when Murray won?
5: Uh, no. Oh, I-, I was slightly surprised he cried, and no one seemed to comment on the fact that he was sitting there sobbing. I was thinking, good. Luck. So should somebody sort of pat him on the back or? Give him a prod. Make sure he's all right. It just seemed he just seemed very lonely. Just sat there on the court by himself. It's just, just what,
4: It's old-fashioned British values, you know. If somebody cries, you just ignore them. You know, Don't away, you know, you know, don't you know, look.
5: There's, a, there's you know, an emotion.
2: Yeah,
4: there's emotion. Yeah, emotion. Going it's still... on. <laughs> <laughs> emotion so, mm, uh, but I saw the other sport that I saw yesterday was uh, R. Lewis winning uh, the British Grand Prix, and uh, he, did, he did a bit of yes. crowd surfing. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was super duper pumped after he won, and um, so after he he gets out of his car and he runs over to all the fans and he climbs onto the wall and then he flops backwards onto them, (gasps) crowd surfing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he was like super duper excited.
5: I would never dare do that because I think people would run away screaming in fear and I'd just be paralysed for the rest of my life.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's enough videos on YouTube of uh, people in bands, you don't know, I'm saying. <laughs> you know, yeah, don't be, you know, falling, falling backwards, crowd surfing, people moving out of the way. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Step aside, no. <laughs> um,
4: shall we talk about The Archers?
6: Yes. Right, what did then. you think of
4: this week? I was all about Thursday and Friday. Toby Fairbrother, what a character! I he's love a him. I <laughs> love the guy. Right?
5: What? Because he's got his leg over?
4: No, because and the scriptwriters do this to us every time. What introduction of a new character has there ever been? And we've all gone they're interesting. I like them hardly ever i think iftikar was probably the only time and that's because all you women in middle england went oh you know he, he sounds a bit <laughs> exotic <laughs> but normally people just go oh god
5: he just sounded handsome and he wasn't a vet <laughs> he didn't spend a lot of time with his hand up anything's bottom that's why we thought he sounded nice
4: yeah and that's the reason why he got written out because he didn't get his hand anyway so yes. he um so, normally, new character people groan and go, oh, God, is not somebody else I need to follow? And, and then we then we chunter on for a month or two, saying, oh, God, they're really boring, they're written badly, they're two-dimensional, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Now, we clearly know which fair brother is which now. And yeah. Ooh, I yes. just think to myself... The one
5: with his penis in his hand is Toby.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, no, I think his penis is in Pip's hand. But... <laughs> I just think, what a bastard, right? Uh, I'm all for people having their kicks and having their fun, but there is a certain code to these things, right? And the fact that he's, you know, his brother is head over heels. F- f-
5: yeah. For and it's not even like his brother's like him and going, oh, I like French, like a bit of a. You know, he actually does think yes. gen- sing- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lo- but genuine this, love,
4: isn't it? Absolutely. But this has made him immeasurably much more interesting in my eyes I just think what a bastard I am completely up for uh, trying to dis- all this what happened in Brighton I'm now interested I was not before Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, and I just I just said said to myself you know like everybody didn't see that come oh, in.
5: you don't that you don't think it was a, um, his previous girlfriend was it you don't think it was like one of Rex's Rex's exes you um, one of Rex's exes that he that he's got up the duff in Brighton
4: I don't know and this is when this thing is at it's most gloriously delicious is when you absolutely don't really know what's going to come next and a curveball is thrown at you you know to use an American sporting analogy so that was a curveball I was completely blindsided what other you know cliche can I use and I did kind of just go but Pip you know this man's an arse Right, yeah. you've said it. Well, I know not- I'm
5: going to get shouted down now because you say the same thing about Lillian that I'm just going to say about um, Pip. But if she's just up for a bit of recuperative... Um, That's kind of, what she's up for. What's it, what's it called? Rebound. Boingy, boingy. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. As long as she doesn't go and fall in love with him. But she no, wouldn't a yeah, yeah. idiot. You, yeah, well,
4: well, let's just slightly fast forward on to... And also, way. if she
5: does get together with Rex later... That's going to be a bit icky, but then I suppose it's no more icky than Ed and Emma and Well, Will, is Well, th-
4: this, this is the downside of this, because we've it's had this, story. it's the yeah. same storyline. So i put my trust in the scriptwriters that it's going to have a different kind of arc, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It can't be the same as the Grundy boys. But yeah, <laughs> and we do know, because it's just it's one day out, but we do know that Pip has basically said, let's just have some fun. On Sunday's episode, so and I just say, you know, more power to her.
5: And I didn't know she'd said that. I didn't hear something Did did um? You know, I was. We were talking over the weekend about whether or not Pip and how closely Pip and Kate were were related. Well, and their second how, cousins.
4: Yeah. We, well, we didn't talk. We texted. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I mm, see that. That is a bit ugh as well. I think no. shagging the same shagging the same person as a relative. Has shagged. Yes, second
4: cousins. Second cousins can legally get married in every country in the world. It's not that close.
5: No. OK. Talking, I don't know.
4: talking about second cousins. It all sounds
5: a bit Norfolk to me. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> well,
4: Sorry, everyone in Norfolk.
0: Not talking you.
4: about second cousins, if anybody wants to check out my 10 American Presidents episode on FDR, because he married Eleanor Roosevelt, and they both had the same surname because I think they were second cousins. Ah. Yeah, so there you go.
5: And it's good she didn't have to get a checkbook changed or a switch card or anything. Nope, nope. I think you
4: find in 1905 there weren't any switch cards. And it. No. wait a minute, Lucy, in 2016, yeah. there's no switch cards. How old are you?
5: Switch. I know, I do always say. Switch. <laughs> Talking <laughs> about old references, he said hey, Francis. Also, when, I talk, when I talk about... About recording something off the... You know, you record off... I always say, tape it. <laughs> and the children go, hmm? Do what to it? <laughs> tape it. <laughs> well, right and then all little things whizzing around. In, in your in your
4: monologue, which I did enjoy yeah. this week, um, you mentioned Francois Mitterrand. You do yeah. know he's been dead for about 15 years, don't you?
5: I did. Right. But he didn't sound well on that call, did he, to be honest? <laughs> So i have to do a quick hello to somebody can i do a quick hello yeah go cool. on um, i was at school today mm. uh dropping my 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 son off and uh the senko our special uh, special needs lady came up to me and said i introduced my friend to you and now she's obsessed And at first, once I'd caught up with what she was talking about and that she hadn't introduced me to some crazed stalker that I was going to find sitting on my bin when I got home. Um, She's a lady called Sarah Walsh. Mm. And uh, Nina introduced her to the Archers. And then she found Dumpty Dum or Nina introduced her to Dumpty Dum. I don't know. But um, she is very, very keen and very excited because last week Millie Bell read out one of her. Um, things on the Facebook roundup. Mm-hmm. So hello, Sarah Walsh. Thank you very much for listening. And you gave me a great surprise at eight o'clock in the morning at school.
4: <laughs> Talking <laughs> right. about That's great it. surprises, what's mm-hmm. all this about our Derek being out in yeah. the community and then hearing somebody listening to Dum-de-Dum?
5: Oh, yes. He was on a tube, on the tube. He was on our train on the tube. Mm-hmm. And uh, he noticed somebody sat down beside him, a lady, mm-hmm. and, and started booting up dumpty dum on her mobile he could see over her shoulder and he said he didn't know know what to say because he thought if he tapped her on the shoulder and said hello i'm Derek," that would frighten her and he couldn't think and various people suggested various things like saying hello you two or something like that to sort of um and someone suggested that we need a special handshake if you are a dumpty dum person and you think the other person might be a dumpty dum person we need a special handshake so that you can you can, you can uh, circumvent these awkward social etiquette moments. Mm. Maybe a phrase like the KGB hat, you know, where you could check whether or not the other person was a spy. Why can't
4: we just have, do you listen to the, those, t- no, those two two? That doesn't work.
5: <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to a tutu? Hello? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a shouting.
4: Uh, Right. I... I, think
5: Derek, I think Derek felt as well that because he felt slightly flustered, whatever he said, it would come out wrong. So it was better if he just didn't say anything at all and just sat there smirking, and which was probably quite creepy in itself, and I then t- texted i t- tell t- you what he awful.
4: could have said. What? Oh, excuse me for just butting in. I listen to Dee Dumb as well. How's that?
5: Because he's in it. He's Derek, isn't he? Yeah, so but, you, say, but, you,
4: but you don't say that I'm in it. But what you say is, okay. oh, um, excuse me, but... Um, I listen to Dum Dum as then well. We're just a couple of, then he's interrupted her listening? No, and then she's, she's just like, started. She, no, he hadn't interrupted because, as you said, he was she was just booting it up, which I've okay. never heard anyone boot up a podcast before. Like it's like <laughs> warming up a computer to, to do some coding or something or like another, putting in her floppies, right? <laughs> But you know, yeah, if she's just good. starting it. I think it's totally legitimate just to say, "Oh, okay. you know, I listen to that as well." Because there, there's kind of numerous references it's on like the interwebs the same to book, isn't exactly, it? exactly. You... And then yeah. if she says, "Yeah, I do listen to it," I'm going to listen to it now and puts her earbuds back in. You go fair well, I got enough. It off. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but if, but the chances are <laughs> she'll turn around and she'll say, "Oh, yeah, I've been listening to it for X amount." Oh, how did you discover it? Blah 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 blah. I and turn then and
5: say, "Take your hand off my knee." Yes.
4: Mm, something like that and how um, just just whilst we're here right mm-hmm. um talking about dum-de-dum related stuff uh, chris scotting um went along to exeter cathedral and uh spotted that uh, elderflower uh, was being sold at 1 pound 50 uh, a slug and wow, uh, so he wants to slug. put that on the, yeah yeah so you just like yeah no, not a whole bottle just a little, little bit of a drink I mean, in a plastic okay. cup, uh, one pound right. fifty. So, we would like to add that to the call. Okay. Well, we've got
5: two more en- two more entries for the oh, well um, Elder Tiger Rita Index right. later. Smashing!
4: All right. Uh, should we actually talk now properly? I was going to say arches? we've
5: we've been yakking for half an hour so far, and we haven't got to the uh, calls it's, yet. It's
4: a gross exaggeration. Who's the president? of uh, of Australia? Who's the president of uh, of France?
5: Um. Oh God, it's that other one. <laughs> In Jack Chirac? <laughs> <laughs> General de Gaulle! <laughs> I still
4: thought it was Napoleon Third myself. <laughs> Alright, let's go on to those phone lines.
5: <laughs> Hello, Ambridge 3962. Well, first of all we have Cosmo.
6: Hello there, dumpty dummers. And thanks for the clap last week and best wishes to all the other contributors too. This week, Cosmo has had an email from Brian Aldridge about Home Farm. he was uh, been looking back and forward. This is what it says. Our widely diversified activities continue to work well. Indeed, the complexity of our business means that we sometimes find the rural essentials, in particular the long-term quality of our soil. Sheep. Deer, the fishing lake, the riding course, almost forgotten, the chute, soft fruits in the polytunnels, huge grain acreage, plus the contracting business each bring revenue and profits to home farm. Also included in the home farm business are my overseas assets, which also generate excellent returns, plus my shares in Borchester land. Please investigate the best tax-effective long-term structure to minimise estate duty on death. I say a bit more about this further on. The loss of the Barrow Estate farming contract for 2015 was a serious blow. However, that decision has now been reversed in 2016, and with extra work gained, whilst we didn't have the Barrow Estate contract, we now have a shortfall in labour resources, which is being made good through a local part-time contractor, Mr. Ed Grundy, who has got a bit of an elf. Absurd. The soil degradation is being addressed through sowing herbal lays and cutting back on maize acreage. In the short term, profits have declined, but this has been matched by cutting Mr Macy's pay. Long term, I need certainty that my only son, Donovan, shall inherit the totality of the businesses mentioned above, save only that my wife, Mrs J Aldridge, shall have use of the farmhouse and be maintained in her current lifestyle until her demise. I shall later advise some minor pecuniary bequests for other family members. Can you progress drafting relevant documents, please? Alice and Kate have previously been given cottages, whilst Miss Debbie Aldridge and Mister Adam Macy share farming plots, and those contracts should be extended for a number of years. And that's it from me this week.
5: Cosmo, don't say thanks for the clap, love. It sounds odd. Is <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's got his update on Brian by Mister? I think we got the remix here, Cosmo, because you got you go a bit MC Hammer every now and again during the recording. But anyway, and uh, but he wants to let us know. Um, uh but that he his his, his brian left him a voice message in mistake for somebody else so we need to listen to it so there we are the, the big things are going to happen aren't they with this will that's the next big storyline according to the tory graph anyway
4: and, so we'll and I, I, I think they, they are setting it up because there's definitely an entente cordial between brian and, and adam at the moment so yeah. they're setting up for it for a big but they kind really,
5: of they just put the bloody tin at on it for jennifer won't it poor thing Mm. after everything she's been to she finally thinks thank god for that I've got to 70 he's you know he's kind of pretty much under control the children are relatively settled and then this will come along and just send everything sailing up in the air and poor old Peggy will have to get out the etch sketch and redo her will again
4: <laughs> yeah probably
5: and now we have KJ
4: KJ to me, sounds like a new caller-innerer.
5: No, he's not. He's Eggstones. Oh, he's called him before. Yes, of Carl course. Carl Jonas Johansson.
4: He came along to um, the 100th episode.
6: Hi, Lucy in Royfield. KJ here, also known as Eggstones on Twitter. I'm just calling to ask what has happened today. He seems to have been abducted, erased from history, or fed to the chickens. I don't think he's heard anything about him for over a year. Anyway, that's all from me. I'm now going to do a Cosmo and pop off to Lisbon to watch Wales beat Portugal in the Euro semi-finals. Bye.
5: Ben has become mute. He is very rarely referred to by the rest of the family. The whole thing's gone so Pip and Josh focused. Mm. I don't even know what year, what is, ben, what year is Ben in. Oh, God, I don't know, he's tell
4: about us. 14, 15, something like that, isn't he? No, no he's, no, no, he's a bit then. younger. No, he's, you're right. It's he's, he's about... Twelve-ish, I would have
5: thought. Is though. he a second? Is he a secondary now? We just uh, know nothing about him, do we? He's like, he's like some mute little amoeba.
4: I think the last time we heard anything of him, he was playing a computer game, wasn't he? So, was, uh, oh, anyway, I don't know. When,
5: when Ruth just does a Ben, keep the noise down, and that's it. Just <laughs> reminds us that she does have a child called Ben. Mm. I don't know, KJ. We, we add him to the long list of silence, but at least there's no storyline heavily involving him, in which he is entirely silent, which is a blessed relief. Mm. 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 And now we have Leslie in Wiltshire. Hello, Dumpty Dummers. This
7: is Leslie from beautiful Wiltshire. At last, some movement on the glacial progress of Helen's case. I'm wondering if Kaz is some sort of undercover therapist. She's so brilliant at it. Could she be being paid by Anna Toboggan? I doubt it. It's the only good thing she's done so far. Uh, My plot prediction, can Rob try and resist manipulating Anna now they're in the same village? He must see it as a challenge to his control. Do you think he'll try and uh, control her thoughts or actions? The only other thing that made me laugh this week was Beverly Drain's. The plot line is absolutely stupid, but the name is brilliant, and every time I think about it, it really makes me laugh. Anyway, glad you're still doing the
5: podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Leslie, I have a sneaking fondness for Beverly drains, too. I shall, <laughs> <miss that. laughs> but as for your plot prediction, fairly incompetent as Anna Toboggan now sounds, mm. she's not so incompetent that she would allow Rob to talk to her or or and she's so alive to any manipulation, particularly because of her, you know what's happened um with the last. Uh, case that similar case that she did. Oh. I think she'd be so 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 wary. She wouldn't let him within a hundred yards of her. I wouldn't put it apart you know he he'd try. And I did like Henry going oh look uh, oh look daddy hasn't daddy doesn't normally need his stick ha <laughs> ha to just to let everybody know that actually Rob's bloody fine and that he was putting that all on. Mm. Um. So yes. No. We're not letting that happen, Leslie. That is too horrid. <sighs>
4: Anyway, um, it's nice to hear from somebody from Wiltshire who's not Yokel Bear. Yes. Oh, that sounded dreadful. I didn't mean that to say how no, it came <laughs> out. Sorry, Yokelbear. I just I meant another person, person from Wiltshire <laughs> is what I meant. Oh, God.
5: <laughs> come back, Yokel Bear. Um, um,
4: just, just, just whilst we're here, and it's just come into my noggin, um, do you remember there was that fallout where uh, people were saying there was too much political chat on uh you know post brexit
5: what on here or on the Arches? yeah on
4: uh, well no on on here yeah right and uh you know well there's a few people on the twitters went oh you know you gotta keep that you know keep that for for another podcast royford which yeah. uh at that point i just like to refer people to mid-atlantic which is available on a podcaster of your choice you can go into iTunes or a you can listen to midatlanticshow.com where myself and a couple of journalists discuss uh, Contemporary British and American politics. However, that's not the point I was trying to make, Lucy. So do you remember I castigated me mum, love her to yes. pieces, but she just yeah she voted the wrong way. Yes. Just very yeah. quickly, very quickly. So twelve percent of Brits have basically said, uh, according to some some opinion poll, that if that referendum was uh, run again today they would vote, the, the 12% of leavers would vote to remain because I had no idea what kind yeah. of chaos it was going to Yeah, my mother, tail in between her legs, son it's a protest vote, I had no Aww. idea right. and this is how much of an about face my mother has done on the whole thing did you hear about She's now the
5: war... joined the young socialists sorry Ka- yes. kind
4: of <laughs> um, did, did you hear about the war collapsing in, in Birmingham killing five yeah, people this... yes, yeah yes yes right so the people who died I, I didn't know about the people who died they, they were, were Gambian
5: or something yes. were not they oh, yeah.
4: got or Ghanaian, somewhere in Africa beginning yeah. with a G so my mother said that they, you know, the various funds are being launched uh, to look after their families and this company who they worked for had had some health safety code violation warning beforehand blah 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 my mom now wants to uh, do a march from there to the polish uh, community center which is in Digbeth, and is calling on different members of the birmingham community uh because you know birmingham is going to be majority minority probably maybe this year or next year yeah Yeah, so more non-white folks and black folks. And she says, everybody needs to unite. There's been too many racist incidents, uh, etc. We need to show solidarity with with immigrants in the UK. So um, look out for uh, notices on my mother's peace march community (laughs) about face. You sound (laughs) like
5: Safi on Absolute (laughs) Fabulous.
4: (laughs) But no it's uh my mom just said
5: hashtag i got it wrong sorry but I, but I tell you
4: i didn't realize that uh jamelia and somebody else has had racist comments uh thrown at them in public as well
5: well so has a listener oh of nice. ours and i don't know if i can say this so i will sort of fudge it a bit, yeah, just fudge it a bit. Go on. one of our listeners works abroad and was talking to her employer in the language of her employer in london mm. and somebody next to her heard and said you lot need to go back uh, you, we kicked you lot out you lot shouldn't be here and she turned around to him and said i'm welsh you idiot and he said well bloody sheep shaggers should get out as well then which just shows the level of discourse and intellect
4: mm. of these people doesn't it just, doesn't it just...
5: And she's white, can I just say, as well. So it wasn't even, you know, it was the fact that she was talking a different language, even though she's a British citizen.
4: Right. <sighs> Brave new world. But anyway, yeah. as Andrew Horn well said, Roy Anyway, yes. <laughs> Stop,
5: stop it. stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Right, come on, let's do Steve.
7: Good morning, Dumpty Dum. It's Steve here. A um, few things, really. The Pip and Toby... Sorry, Toby... Toby... Pip and Toby scene was came out a bit left field. Wow, where did that come from? It was sort of almost as sultry as the shower scene with Sid and Jolene. Um, little murmur from Pip was really quite sort of ooh, tingly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Miranda things gain on my nerves. She's just she's just out of central casting, the same as Kaz. Yeah, yeah she's quite a, a vile character, but made even more vile by the sort of stereotypical acting. Unlike some of the other callers, I think Kaz is going to drag memories out of Helen. Helen will remember the infamous bed scene and some of the abuse that Rob gave her, and uh, it'll all start sort of coming back out of her memories, and she'll start to whinge to Aaron, uh, Anna Toboggan. This Toboggan story's getting a bit odd. I uh, don't want to make of her. I mean, I preferred her when she was... a. Uh, a bit character way out of the village. No, she's in the village and she's annoying me a bit, but never mind. Oh, one last thing. Bloody elves. Sorry to hawk on about the bloody elves again. Parish council decided to move them on Friday. By Monday, the whole village was festooned in elf memorabilia, t-shirts, tabards, bloody hats, No, you know, everything. You know, where did this magical... Factory producing all this elf memorabilia spring up from? You know, perhaps the Grundy should stop concentrating on their idiotic, inane, crackpot ideas about making money. And if they can knock up bloody t shirts that quickly, then, you know, why don't they do a business like, you know, open a business like that? Oh, amazing. Anyway, that's enough of me rattling on. Have a good week. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Mwah, bye-bye, mwah. Love you. Bye-bye,
5: bye-bye, bye-bye. Steve, I very much love your impression of Pip saying, Toby, oh, Toby. <laughs> i never noticed she does that. It's very good. I want Harriet to do a, a, a Pip voice because it's so peculiar. I'm sure she ought to be able to... to to. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that, Harriet. It's not fair, is it? Come along, Harriet. I'm sure you should be able to do this. Um, um... Just whilst you're trying
4: to think of your next thought, Um mm. You're gonna be uh, kind of taking a bit of a dum dum holiday because, like, you're going on holiday with your with your family, aren't you? Yes. Guess who's gonna be my Lucy?
5: <sighs> but that would be Keith.
4: No. Pamela's mm, No.
5: The 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 great Harriet. Oh, don't be su-
4: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well done.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can't wait, and I don't wait. mean that in the nicest oh, possible well,
5: way. Right off, will it? <laughs> <laughs>
4: So at the start of August, folks, uh, for but a couple can of weeks,
5: she could just do an impersonation of me, and then it'll be like I'm not—I'm still there.
4: That's kind of a good idea and a bad idea, in equal measure.
5: Be a very weird idea. Mm. And anyway, Harriet's just a brilliant presenter; she doesn't need to be anybody else. Anyway, goody goody—that would be nice. I could listen to it when I come back.
4: Uh, you could listen to it whilst you are ran the pool.
5: No, I'm turning off all screens, all everything's. I'm oh, to
4: podcasts take... don't that. count. Podcast don't, don't count. It's email you need to be switched off from
5: because <laughs> okay. then
4: you just keep working.
5: Oh, and texts, because when, when people don't get a reply from my email, they then text me. Work does. Oh, sorry to bother you. We just... Uh, anyway. Mm. Right. And he says that Kaz, Steve, Kaz will bring provoke memories from Helen. Well, she certainly... Kaz has done more in about three and a half minutes than everybody else has done in the last three months. So hurrah for Kaz uh and let's hope it all continues and that we actually get somewhere so things start to sound, feel a bit more cheerful before september mm. and on that note yes claire from scotland via canada mm-hmm. who we need to play her call now
8: hello dumpty dum claire from scotland via canada here i'm going to try not to round us i call in but i make no promises um as i have very few people to discuss the archers with and you do tend to get the brunt of it I have officially lost patience with Anna Tregaron. She came in, she was clever, she was competent, she was capable, it was wonderful, and then we landed her with issues, and if there is a chance, even a slight chance, that she will fall to pieces again, that she cannot, for some reason, do the thing that we expressly brought her into the story to do, then I don't want her defending Helen. I want her to withdraw from the whole thing, I want her to put in somebody who has no issues, who can, in fact, get the thing done, and get... Helen out of prison. Right. So much for not ranting. In happier news, it's £3.15 at the St Andrews Tesco for a bottle
5: of Elderflower cordial. and Loving the podcast as ever. take care. No patience, Alan Tregoran. She says, that's it. She's got issues. Sack her. Get somebody who hasn't got (laughs) issues and just eat (laughs) him. This is uncharacteristically harsh from you, Claire from Scotland via Canada, but I am.
4: Yes. But you agree.
5: Well, I do, really, and I just think if she was a male solicitor, would they have given her all these issues? I don't know. Anyway, d- d- Helen seems no, to be getting... come on, we can't, can't have it both ways, to... because
4: we... I, I say some... You know, you'll say something like that, and then I'll go, wait on a minute. For the most part, the characters on this docudrama that are written the best, that are fleshed out, that are 3D and actually are believable, are the female ones... And the ones that are 2D, flimsy, uh, lacking any kind of depth, in like very.
5: The, says, the men who always sound tired. That's how it is. There
4: we... <laughs> you go. There you go. Right. And, and now you're moaning. Oh, the writing uh, the women too uh, well. Uh, They're too believable. Blah, 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 blah. You can't have it both ways. Anyway, move on, Freeman.
5: Um, and uh, £3.15 for Elderflower Cordial. I reckon that's a bargain. <laughs> Oh. Millie Bells is $6.99 but I've got no idea what the exchange rate is with the Australian dollars nah, so I don't like, even
4: know how much t- that t- is t- t- it's not worth anything in Australian dollars no, no, neither is British pound anymore Pat Crookshank uh, spotted at the Udder Farm shop that they have an offer on Elderflower Cordial it's £4.99 that, that's uh, an offer? Yeah, exactly what I was thinking Mm. how
5: much is it full price is it made of gold is it magic cordial
4: yeah i, I think it's magic elderflower cordial yeah. well, restorative i,
5: going to it I, I don't saying... know who's gonna be paying that
4: yeah. anyway uh thank you for that pam um
5: and uh with a spoon now
0: hey baby i hear the blues are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs
1: mercy
9: Greetings, Lucy, Royfield, Millie Bell, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. Witherspoon and Angus Haggis here. We've just returned from a Sunday afternoon at Wave Hill in the Bronx. It's a beautiful spot, kind of like Lakey Hill, but without the birdsong and hanky-panky. Last week, I mentioned that I would barf if I heard Roy and Kate doing it. So instead, this week, we had to endure the slurping of Toby and Pip. If that doesn't make you sick, I don't know what will. Presently, I also alluded to the difficulty that Toby has in keeping it in his pants, and that certainly played out in spades. I was left feeling pretty disgusted with the both of them and their individual betrayals of Rex toby's actions are particularly shameful is his behavior motivated by a specific reason of anger toward rex a general sense of envy or just pure narcissism regarding the latter he does remind me of a male version of kate in addition to their personal indiscretions as well neither of them want to do much work but want the glory and income of a successful business and back to rex he should have a permanent tattoo of hashtag poor rex on his forehead when he finds out what happened shouldn't he just walk out and leave toby to fend for himself what motivates him to stay with his skeevy brother i'll turn the question around as any good psychiatrist would what would you do if you found out your brother did the dirty with the woman you had fallen for maybe this will send rex into counseling with that most excellent therapist kaz i heard she graduated from the very well-respected east end school of psychology she has certainly helped helen more than anyone else has. Now, we may not be able to call in for the next week or two as we'll be staying at a lovely vacation house that unfortunately has no internet access. It's in the Finger Lakes region of New York State. Google it. So if we can't speak, we'll look forward to catching up soon.
0: Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy.
5: Yes, I d- Yes, with a spoon agrees with you about the, the horrendousness of, of toby's behavior knowing exactly how his brother feels about there's just uh ma- a little male code step. just
4: uh, male yeah. code you just cock
5: blocking that's what it is isn't it well oh, no, i think I no think no you, do, you,
4: no no he's not cock blocking
5: you just i women do cop blocking don't they
4: well anything can can cock block you like you can be really into somebody you know go around their house and their dog can just like start growling at you that's that you know the dog's cock blocking you
5: oh okay
4: so um all manner of things can can block the cock but anyway um
5: no because my babysitter came came around the (sighs) other day and she said that she really fancied this yeah this girl this this bloke and Mm. she said but i've been my my best friend's cock blocked me so that's it really Oh, well, and I was, I was very impressed at the at her um, use her, of you the know, contemporary te- vernacular. Yeah, just well, no, just her, just a kind of uh, ethics. Yeah, she just well, said absolutely no.
4: I, table now. I had um, I had a conversation about this with somebody, um, and I remember. So my mate Darren, right? And this isn't comedy. This is true. Real names. Darren, my mate Darren went out with Sharon. I've met Darren, haven't I? No. That who was the one who came to your party? Wayne. Then? Oh, sorry. Right. Uh, so, my mate Darren uh, went out with Sharon for, I don't know, three, maybe four years. This is, like, a million years ago BC. A million years ago BC, like, early 90s. And I think they even lived together for 18 months, two years, whatever. Anyway, Darren, uh, they then split up. Darren then goes off with Kathy... And they were Thank to... God I
5: thought it was going to be Karen That was one <laughs> No <laughs> right. and I was just wondering how many more rhyming people you knew uh, Maybe quite a uh... Tony
4: <laughs> Hmm. Um. So he was with Cathy And living with Kathy For at least two years Right, And then Sharon and I um, Had this one Drunken little escapade And all we did was, was kiss Right Right so la, is, la,
5: la, la, don't want to know, but no, yes. Yeah. No, that's all we okay. did was kiss. Yeah, right? good, no, fine, yep.
4: Yep. Yeah. and and this is a good two years after Darren was living with Kathy, right?
5: Yeah. Oh,
6: did
4: he get cross? Well, this is the thing. I kept stum about it because I felt that I'd kind of crossed the line. Violated the code. Yeah, exactly. So I just kept quiet, and nothing had happened. You know, nothing was going to get us thrown in a Saudi court anyway, right? Um, so um, I kept stumped, and I don't know why like 18 months after she mentioned something they obviously had words about something he said, anyway I snogged your friend like this Oh! and then he called me up and he says dude what the hell and I'm like <laughs> Darren I'm like Darren this was like come on you haven't been with her for like four years and he says yeah it? i know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how strong the code is and i and, and it had to be said i didn't say anything because i thought um, i'd slightly crossed the line even though all good in the hood so to speak
5: Toby has crossed the line turned round and weed on it that's absolutely.
4: kind of absolutely <laughs> that's how disgusted i was with with the man right so yeah. but i just think you know what great and we now have. You said uh, last week that he was kind of Nigel Light or something or another, or Nigel but not nice. Yes, right. And then he's got elements of Kenton about him, in with the I just want to have fun all the time, right? But in, in inverted commas, he is a swordsman, if, if, if you give if you, yeah. you know, pardon the pun. But he's totally kind of amoral about it, and and I just think you know what, great character, right? I want to hear more about him don't like him at all, but fantastic that, you know, he's he's thrown on this. And I'm now interested in I And I'm just repeating myself, but I'm like, this, this, this character's taken a good turn in terms of being somebody who we can maybe boo and hiss at without him, you know, without him delving into the, the depths of a Rob. So yeah. he's not out and out venal evil.
0: But he's no. just somebody
4: who's just on the wrong side of right. Just the wrong yeah. side of right. So we can go, ooh, yeah. Toby Fairbrother. Ooh, don't like him. He's Love a bit it. of a lad. As Love it. Say. Love it. Right.
5: Excellent. Good. Well, you're with Witherspoon. Well, no, you're not with Witherspoon then. Witherspoon is highly annoyed. Um, and yes, I agree. I think we ought to... Kaz... It's clearly come from the Gertrude School of Psychiatry. <laughs> I think that's what we should, uh, we should name it. <laughs> she's, she's graduated from that. Um, and good on her, because mm. everyone else is being fairly useless, to be honest. So, hurrah for her. Now, we have emails. Oh. Mrs. Bubbles said... Um, this is about the... Uh, the, the Apparently, the audit, the BBC, the Archer's feed says... Mm. The, the Twitter feed says that people who are happy about Lillian and Justin and people who are horrified at Lillian and Justin, it's like 50... It's like... It's referendum split. It's 49-51 or something. <laughs> it's very... It's divided the country. Hopefully, nobody will do anything drastic, but... Do you really Mrs. think Bubbles,
4: Lillian and Justin is dividing the country?
5: No, not at all. Um, Mrs. Bubbles says... I think she shouldn't, as in be in a relationship with Justin. Yeah. Uh, it isn't about judging her. She can do what she likes. I think she's putting herself in a bad position. and The whole thing is likely to end in disaster. Justin holds all the cards. He's her employer. He provides the job, which appears to be supplying her with much of her newfound self-esteem. He's also her romantic interest and her only romantic interest. He, on the other hand, has Miranda as a spare. If he wants out of a relationship, it's easy for him, but for Lillian, her world would collapse. As well as that, he's now turning up unannounced and assuming that Lillian will drop everything to be with him, which she does. It's an unequal relationship, and that usually doesn't end well. I'm sure she's aware of this, but it is exercising some kind of denial. My two cents worth. Miss Bubbles! (laughs) I could not agree with you. More Listen, we need to be really to
4: careful here, really careful, right that you know we can get all moralistic about this stuff. We're it's listening to a drama, right, and I'm telling cool. you that Friday episode was episode was fantastic, right? This is Lillian Inner Element and even Miranda. Cardboard Miranda, you know, one of the few female characters who is just, you know, caricature beyond belief. You know, is it Ursula? Is it Miranda? I don't know. They're the same character. Just mean and vinegar tits and mmm. Right. Lillian masterfully showed her worth there. And that was just a great episode. So we need to be careful all this moralising. No, they shouldn't do this and they shouldn't do that. No, it's
5: not. It's not a moral objection. If he were single. Who... I wouldn't have any problem with it at all Listen. not on moral grounds it's purely about mm. him having having a bit you know a bit her being so bloody delighted to be a bit on the side
4: is she and delighted that... to be a bit of the side uh, a bit on yeah, the she side is. or is she is she's settling is she for real...
5: anything other than anything good
4: well we had um, you and I had a Barney about six episodes about this and then you when I took you to pieces intellectually about this you you responded with a raspberry so <laughs> <laughs> we can do this all again for you then just to go I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Roy Field. that's my considered yeah. opinion right <laughs> I don't think she's settling she is very clearly saying we can both in enjoy each other's company I know the lie of the land Justin you're not making any promises to me about saying that uh, it's you and me to fall in love or anything like that I know the lie of the land I'm a grown-up you're a grown-up she's not settling however what this whole thing has led to was a great episode on Friday, and a great <laughs> bottle episode, which was all about the the uh, of Food Awards, and it was just brilliant. The way that Lillian dealt with that whole situation, you you saw her social intelligence writ large, yeah. and that was great. Right? Believe that it, to me was could, not could even Miranda said. Miranda stroke mm. Ursula because they are the yeah. same, the same bloody character, right? <laughs> That, for me, is not a woman who is just settling. This is a woman who knows what she wants, knows her worth, and is actually quite strong, as far as I'm concerned. Now, blow a raspberry. Great.
5: Gonna do Amy Gilbert now? Go on, then. Amy Gilbert says... Well, she she's, gives us a bit of a warm-up. Settle in with a pint of chars and a chunk of the award-winning Borsuch in Blue. We could be here for a while, she says. So in no particular order. After taking Pip up Lakey Hill, Tobes gets her up the duff. Cue the wrath of Jill. God forbid her granddaughter ending up with a fair brother. Maybe she'll finish him off with a poisoned lemon drizzle. And Helen won't be the only one behind bars. <laughs> On to Justin and Lillian. There's only one way that's got to end. Matt walking in on them and saying the immortal line, Hello, puss cat. Failing that. A nice cat fight between Lils and Miranda would go down nicely. Gin anyone? Now on to the merry widow and the good doctor. We all know after last night that of course she'll accept his invitation to Italy. They'll have a lovely couple of weeks in the sun. Just keep Lizzie away from the tents and the cider if you know what's good for you, Richard. Then they'll get together. Shula will throw a strop. Then poor old Jill won't be able to organise any more sodding family parties and that'll be the end of that joe will tie himself to a gate and refuse to leave grange farm anna will do her job and helen will get out eventually and life will hopefully return to some form of normality cricket flower and produce linda's christmas show god help us all she says <laughs> very good well yes that's that's the next year nicely taken care of thank you very much amy that that was all said kind of
4: quiet breathlessly i know it's i ran out very excited <laughs> <sighs> and then and then and then are uh, we got any more emails
5: no
4: Let's take five. Come back the other side. Touch a millie bell and tweets of the last seven days. Thank you very much. Camp coffee break, please.
2: When you don't have a roof over your head, build that wall. Build that wall. There was build nothing marked war. classified build on that my war. emails, either send or
0: receive. Build that, that wall. I build am war. humbled build to have been war. chosen by build the Conservative Party to become that war. its leader.
2: That Britain is just a small island that no one pays attention to.
6: A former colony won the right to determine its own destiny. Hello
4: and welcome to Mid Atlantic, the show where we look at the news and the views from one side of the ocean from the perspective of the other.
3: Do you have a National Trust sticker on your car? Do you think you could be best friends with Kath Kidson? Do you spend hours wandering around the airport looking for an organic quinoa cafe because you refuse to go to Burger King? Then Sarah Smith Cloths offer you. Available from Sainsbury's for the Posher Washer. Proud sponsors of Dumpty Dum. I've just had a look at the
8: Dumpty Dum shop. They've got no tracksuits, but they do do t shirts, which are very flattering. Nice if you want to show off your
3: figure a little bit. Nick couldn't carry one off, of course, but I can. Good day, everyone. Uh, first of all, I thought I should do the honourable thing and give you an elderflower cordial update. In our general supermarket, it is $6.99 for 500 mils. Someone will have to definitely do the conversion on that because not only is ours in 500 mils and the others seem to be seven fifty, but of course the English pound has dived against the Aussie dollar, so I don't even know what it's worth, but... Um, I had to go especially because we don't drink cordial in this house, but uh, there you have it, $6.99. Um, just amused to see in some of the Facebook pages that uh, people um, ha- find ways to amuse themselves when the arches isn't on. I noticed that one site has a weekly uh, brain teaser, which is rather fun to follow, and so there, someone poses a question and then you have to post your answer underneath. And I noticed that another page... Uh, had a, an, an inaugural annual uh, cultural uh, exhibition. So people posted up their favourite pictures or their uh, link to their favourite music, whatever. And I guess I just thought it was really uh, sweet and very uh, rather cute that we were all trying to find ways to divert ourselves on the days when uh, the artist isn't on. Now to our forum, uh, which is dumptydum.com forward forums. uh Odd Things This Week from Miss Mid-City. Um, Witherspoon, Macosh Wilson, has an ode to Beverly Drains. Uh, Sean Geraghty um, has been talking about Pip's love life. Uh, Miss Bubbles talks about Kaz and the one-way friendship, uh, which is a good point. A few of us are interested in that. And also uh, Miss Mid-City talking about Dead Ringers, who does the Archers On the Facebook page, we were wondering whether Pat and Tony are twigging yet that they are also being manipulated by Rob. Um, Claire Asprey thought that Rob was on top form and really showed how he can come over as entirely reasonable and a loving dad whilst quietly undermining everyone else around. Hope that Pat and Tony are taking notes. So sadly suspect that they are not. Um, Nicholas Barnes said, to um, we said, my immediate reaction would have been to have said in front of Henry oh dear, that is a pity, it's a shame you didn't talk to us before making promises to Henry it's a good job, we've planned a much more exciting day out then uh, yes, we're. I think I'm always very clever after the event, I'm not sure that I would have had the sense to say that, but you're right Nicholas, that would have been a good thing to say. And Glib Fullerlove says I think they have twigged but are unable to do anything about it Like Helen, they need to find someone to talk it through with. Unfortunately, Kathy, Ian and even the vicar have gone AWOL many, many more responses in that vein, Mm -hmm. so hop onto our Facebook page if you would like to to get included in that discussion. Uh, We also apologise for the late posting, later posting of Dumpty Dum, as you know, uh, we're now in three completely different continents but you were all very supportive and we thank you very much for that and I'm sure we all understand that A, it's amazing that Royfield and Lucy can still get together, but also that they get that out in time at all is quite a little miracle. Our last question on Facebook Was to wonder whether Cas should become part of the defence team. It was a really nice debate on there. Some people were absolutely loving Cas. And D. Leary says, I love Kaz, like proper love her. She's making Helen open up and see what was happening and that is a good thing. I hope when this is all over she moves to Ambridge. Ka- Karen Cunningham says, Maybe that can somebody please suggest to Helen that it might be a grand idea for her to be sharing her recollections with her legal defence team rather than just with the cockney me old cock sparrow Kaz. Just a thought. Glyn Fuller pointed out that at the moment she appears to be the defence team. Um, as an aside, the Times, he says, has an article in its law section today on the advice taken on the legal aspects of the story at this stage. They acknowledge they have effectively merged the role of solicitor and barrister. Apparently they felt they couldn't properly develop solicitor character hmm, interesting so you can uh, look up that article in the times if you wish to so please jump onto the facebook page if you would like to see the rest of the fabulous responses you really are a very thinking lot you know i you always think of things much more fully than i do so i, I love asking the question to uh, open up where everyone else's ideas have gone so that's dumpty dum uh, forums or on our facebook page, just look for Dumpty Dum on Facebook and we would love to see you there. Until next week, hoo uh,
4: Do you want to hit us with some tweets of the last seven days?
5: Okay then. Sorry, Ambridge Observer says, if Borchester Blue wins, will they have a video link from the prison like on Sports Personality of the Year?
9: <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, Tilt My Hat says there are still only two bedrooms at Blossom Hill Cottage, even though Rob does sleep upside down hanging from a wardrobe rail. I don't know quite what the conversation was there, but anyway, maybe laugh. Um, Adrian Lacey Porter said, in a further surprise move, Diane Abbott has been nominated for Queen of the Elves. (laughs) Um, Denise Toblinson just put this, this quote, this tweet that just made me laugh because I, it's just, this quote could have just summed up. This tweet could have summed up every episode for about the last six months. And it says, what a depressing episode. I only hope the arrival of Thingy will provoke something useful.
4: <laughs> thingy?
5: Thingy. I don't know who Thingy is. It just made me laugh. <laughs> Whoever it is. Let's just hope Thingy turns up. Thingy will <laughs> fix everything. I think Thingy... Well, Thingy could have been Anna Toboggan, who did Precious Little. Jess, mm. uh, she's also Thingy. Um Rob's brother, we were hanging out for him, weren't we, that he might turn out to be gay and hate Rob. So we were going, yes, it's Hope Thingy turns up. Whoever Thingy is, Thingy's just got to come and save the situation. We've had a variety of Thingies in the offering. Mm. Um But the winner is, Tweet of the Week. It's <laughs> from Jan Spangle, Ooh. who has Adam saying, if my marriage is going to survive I'll have to spend more time with what's his face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did
4: think that was just like cheap beyond belief that at the at the awards you didn't even get Ian saying, you know, thank you or something
5: yeah. or another. So. Here he is, he's coming up to the podium. Oh, that was a lovely speech, Adam <laughs> Ian. Well done. And you think, What? What did he say? Oh, it's so stupid. They they like they like they're drawing attention to it. Mm. It's very strange. It's like they've, they've all decided to do some peculiar kind of um, deliberately do. something. This is a new tactic for some reason. It's bizarre. No idea why. <sighs> uh,
4: I think, all in all, Juicy Loose, we've had mm. a decent episode this week of Dumpty Dumpty. Yeah, we have. Yeah, a little, little bit of sparring, you know. Yeah, yeah. A l- l- little, little bit of politics. A little bit of history. Yeah. You know, because uh, Napoleon Third. One of my favourite French emperors. Is,
5: is, is this quick because I need to go and make dinner?
4: <laughs> yes, very quick. <laughs>
5: okay. Just checking. We weren't gonna go into some sort of Brexit inspired rant again. No,
4: no, not, so not for <laughs> Napoleon the third. You can't.
5: I don't You're know. Is he the President?
4: Well he was. He was a Prince President. So he prince after he the eighteen forty eight revolutions. Uh, when Louis, Philippe, the citizen king... We're not doing being from
5: 1848 to the present day, are we? Why not? Because I really haven't got time to do that. Why okay. not? Because I've got to cook dinner.
4: com. go there, we've got a shop. It's awesome. There's a forum, <laughs> there's stuff you can do on there. Right. You can also <laughs> go onto the forum and talk about Napoleon <laughs> the Third if you want. <laughs> the liberal emperor.
5: Right on one side of the paper only.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, so, com. go there. Log in, chill out, and do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) iTunes, it needs reviews. Because reviews mean uh, that we get more listeners to our show. And we get more exposure on the platform that is iTunes. And we like iTunes because it's awesome. So if you haven't written us a review, please go on there, write us a review. Uh, Whack us five stars, that'd be awesome. Tell everybody how funny you think Lucy is and how you love my little historical diversions as a win i can remember to throw them in the show so i choose right, a re- writes a review now there are a couple of ways that you can help to keep our little podcast on the road folks now firstly you can go onto to dumptydum.com and hit that donate button if you've got any loose change hanging about in your pocket or
5: you can go to patreon.com search for dumpty Dum and you can donate two dollars a show which is about one pound thirty
4: uh, no, we're going to have to revise that bit of the script because yeah. <laughs> it's maybe about Which 1 will buy 10. us...
5: Uh, donate $2 a show, which will buy us half a crunchy. There we mm, go. Yeah. Uh,
4: now, this show works on listener participation. You can and like and alert
5: steam power. Really? Yep.
4: How so? I'm
5: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. Carry on.
4: Mm. Um, now, we need you to either... If you can't write a review, if you can't give us your cash, the least you can do is actually call in. And you can call in and contribute to our show by ringing 0203 to leave us a telephonic message. Or you can speak pipe us, because speak pipe is most awesome. And you can do that from your tablet, from your phone, from your laptop, from your old fashioned desktop computer. You can probably do it from your ZX81 or your Atari. You know, it probably works that way too. So that's.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's my world famous impression of a dial-up connection <laughs> w- world famous yeah i was on britain's got talent with that
4: you didn't win mm. did you i didn't know no right now other way i lost
5: out to a budgie that could whistle the marseillaise carry on
4: good tune as national anthems go that one's right
5: up there i know <laughs> it's rollicking it makes ours look a bit dismal doesn't it yeah well there's a bit there's a bit where they go hey in the middle of it what have we got
4: <laughs> the Welsh one that's rousing too I know everybody's is rousing not everyone's not everyone's pretty much the Americans isn't particularly rousing
5: is that, have you seen that Billy Connolly thing about um, national anthems
4: yes but I've forgotten all about well, he it but says, yes, he, he says
5: me he says we should have the archers theme tune because he says most other countries in the, in the Olympics most other countries have lapped us
4: we <laughs> 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 are
5: still singing the sodden Anthem.
4: Do you know which other country we share uh, the same tune of our national anthem no. with? Liechtenstein. Really? Yep.
5: I met the Prince of Liechtenstein. Really? Yep. I, um, when and why? When I lived in Switzerland, mm-hmm. my, par- my, my parents, my um, the family I lived with, mm-hmm. uh, he was a family friend. And um, I came up to breakfast and this bloke was standing there and he was very friendly and we had a chat. And um, he was wearing this slightly odd tie. Mm-hmm. and uh, Carla the little girl that I looked after she said um oh uncle whatever his name was play Lucy Hans your tie Adam. something like play, that yeah play Lucy your tie mm-hmm. so he played he pressed this thing on his tie and his tie played little tune mm-hmm. and I said oh what's that and he said oh it is the Liechtenstein national anthem well that's God and Save I the sa- Queen it's the same tune well, I well it wasn't this wasn't it was a twiddly little tune and I said, Oh, that's strange. Why do you have that? And he said, Oh, you know, I am a prince. <laughs> 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 ah, okay. <laughs> anyway, that there were that sort of family, it happens, those sort of things happen quite a lot. Anyway, carry on. Right,
4: we'll do. Crumbs. You've out foil storied me. Um, <laughs> if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Dumdy Dum, me, I'm at Royfield.
5: Um, Sarah Smith is at Sarah underscore Smith. I'm at Lucy B. Freeman and Harriet is at Shambridge's.
4: On the Book of Face, uh, we
5: are Dumby Dum.
4: So type in Dumby Dum onto the Book of Face and you will find one thousand two hundred and odd like a who are talking about stuff. And uh and that's still lots of fun to be had there on social media. I've just about got nothing more to say, really. Okay. What about you? And
5: I'm- some dinner, really. Really? What are you making for dinner? I'm just doing some pasta quickly because Tilly's got a music thingy she's got to go to. What's that? What's what?
4: What's the music thing?
5: Oh, um, it's a steel pan lesson.
4: Yeah. My issue did that. I know. Lichtenstein, Oben Ye, yeah, Jungen Rhine has been the national anthem of Lichtenstein since 1920. It shares the same melodies, the United Kingdom's God Save the oh.
5: Queen. Well, I don't know. It didn't sound like the national anthem. I think I probably remembered.
4: Well, you didn't But remember. Maybe it was a
5: different thing. Mm. Maybe it wasn't the national anthem, it was something else. They don't know.
4: Well, lots of countries in the 19th century had their national anthem to the same melody as God Save the Queen. And then as hmm. they had revolutionary movements, then they kind of, uh, you, know, un- you know, updated it.
5: And they started singing Get Lost the Queen.
4: <laughs> well, most Get probably... Get lost, gracious queen. Anyway, because that's fundamentally what the French one's all about, isn't it? Yes. It's all about revolution. Kill
5: everybody. Yes.
4: Yeah. Anyway, it has the, the marching tune of uh, the French Army. And uh, and then it became the National Anthem. But anyway, nobody wants to hear me talk about history. So on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. <laughs>
2: Bye-bye! This country is in a terrible state, according to some people. And I know why. Now, you've blamed it on lots of things, and all unemployment, and the value of the pound, and all sorts of other magic things. It's because the National Anthem is boring.
9: <laughs> no, no!
2: Don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing with the lyrics. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> but not them all. I mean, I think the Queen should be saved. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> and, if, and if anybody's going to save her, God's the very chap. <laughs> Who am I to rock the boat? <laughs> not I. Nice person. Show business personality. Right. <laughs> It's an appalling song, and it's racist, and it it's anti-Scottish, and the fourth verse is all about Marshall Wade coming up to give us a belt in the mouth, and I don't like it. And with a mighty rush, rebellious Scotch to crush. Oh, do you bloody think so? I don't see any rush to Hamden to crush anybody. I rest my case. No. You see, if you when you look at the Olympic Games, we're giving with a flag. <laughs> <laughs> We've been lapped! The games haven't started yet! These emergent nations are giving it <laughs> right. We come from Jubrovia and we don't give a shit! <laughs> A national debt of 50 squillion pounds, we <laughs> <forget> will the monkeys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, All the other nations don't want us to win! Because <laughs> when we win, it takes half an hour and the flag's the bloody <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, gee. No wonder Daily Thompson's scratching on <whistles> you. Season up. (laughs) So I think it's time for a change. And I think a refreshing change would be to use a theme from The Archers. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine it? of the colour. The queen sitting in the horse like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then the public in the seats going, rum (laughs) did So let's give it a bash here. One, two, three. One, two, three. Just think! Now that's gonna be the lyrics. We're not gonna change a thing. It's gonna be La 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 Just think the new immigrants can learn that on a bus and away in from Heathrow. <inaudible> Off the bus you know the bloody national anthem <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to my inane oh. drivel it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you you've made a happy man very old